Thank you for listening to the City Point Podcast. For more information, please visit us online at citypoint.tv or our Facebook page, City Point Church. You know, the whole, the whole idea that has reset us and reset me, if you remember about six months ago, I stood on this platform and said, no more church as usual, no more the status quo. I've been doing church for 35 years, folks. I, I know if, if you're new here and you're going, wow, you know, I've never seen it like this. And I, all I can say is hallelujah. Amen. I mean, seriously, I, you know, I've been doing church. I know that this is not how you typically do church because like, so like the thing that you realize, you know, we spent time baptizing, we spent time in prayer, we spent time in worship. This is what the early church was about. We, we years ago, and given this, the word that Lucretia gave this morning about the cloud and the fire. See, Israel in the Old Testament was built around the principle of follow the fire. And when the fire moved, they were supposed to move with it. And the fire by night and the cloud by day was, was represented the glory of God, the presence of God. And when they were walking through their, their wilderness experience, the, the fire and the cloud that represented the presence of God was to lead them every step of the way. And they, were, they built their lives. Now think about this. They built their lives around the presence of God. Not around a program. Not around a ritual. Not around, because there was no ritual here. There was no program here. You didn't know when the fire was going to move or when the cloud was going to move. You didn't even know how it was going to go or which direction it was going to go. It was just up to you. When the fire moved, follow it. And so when the early church was born 2,000 years ago, it was built on this whole idea of the fire of the Holy Spirit. And it, the church was birthed in fire and it was, it was brought along in fire. And wherever the Holy Spirit went, that's where you found the early church. They didn't have rituals and all of these things. They, they went after God. And here's, it was pretty simple. They, they continued daily in prayer. Prayer was the central focus of the New Testament church. Today, it's the Cinderella of the church. We put it somewhere in the background, and, and, we, don't, and, we, and we, don't, we don't really put it out there because prayer is awkward for people, and, and church is easy, but, but the early church was built around prayer. Read it. Read the book of Acts. All they did was pray, and here's the cool thing. Always when they prayed, God showed up. And so the early church was built around the presence, built around the fire. They prayed and God moved and they continued in the apostles' teaching. They were fundamental truths that were imparted to them because you need to have your life built on the foundation of God's word. But it wasn't just one man up teaching. It was the church sharing. It's why we do, one on, it's why we do small groups. It's because it's, you, you see... The, you see what happens here when the Spirit of God gets moving, there's an impartation that takes place in the heart of somebody, and then he wants you to impart that to someone else. And so the, the whole idea of, of, of just deliver, standing up here and delivering sermons is a relatively new or modern concept. 
Because the early church followed the fire. But the church today is built around a Sunday morning sermon. It's built around a Sunday morning sermon and everything we do kind of heads up to that and then it's that and then it's go home and let's wait for the next one. But I'm telling you, have you noticed that God is doing something new? There's a shift. There's something happening because the Spirit of God is putting some new wine in some new wineskins and God is moving and God is setting His Spirit in a place where if we will run after him, we're going to see a church that looks a lot like the early church with the power of God, the presence of God, the confirmation of the word of God. I believe church should be a place where people get saved, get healed. We should be doing baptisms every Sunday. We should be doing this every Sunday. We should build our lives around the presence, not around just a sermon. And so this was my heart, you know, because we've been, th- we've been talking about this whole thing of prayer, you know, and we're into like, I don't know now, it's 180-something days into this six months of praying, meeting daily for prayer, and you can see what God's doing. God is moving. I want you to put my first tile up there which will be my first and only tile of the morning, if you can get it. This is it. This is in Second, First Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 to 5. I want to read this, and then rather than me t- tell you what this says, we're going to do what this says. It says, therefore, I exhort. Paul, writing to Timothy, I exhort. Here's my exhortation. Here's my encouragement. Here's what's passion, my passion. Here's my passion. First, first, one thing and one thing have I desired. First of all, everybody say first. first. Because the first thing is always the, the precedent, the, the, the most important thing, and everything that comes after that is secondary. Therefore, first of all, that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all who are in authority. We're praying supplications, prayers, intercessions, giving of thanks made for all men. We're praying for everyone. We pray for everyone. We pray for everyone. So I've decided to quit teaching this and just do it. So let's pray. No, seriously, we're going to pray right now. We're going to pray. And we're going to pray for everyone who has a need this morning. If you came in here today with a need, something pressing on you, I believe God wants to touch you and answer the cry of your heart today. I believe that the whole purpose of the church is to come together and pray for one another and lift up one another and build up one another so that our needs are met because when our needs get met, we become a billboard for the good news that the same God who meets my needs will meet your needs according to his riches and glory. But it's really hard for me to get to you when I have these humongous needs in my own life. So God says, pray for all men. 
So I have this thing that I'm doing, like when I meet people, I sit with people, I talk with people, people I don't know, people I know, people who come up and testify. It's like, well, let's pray. Let's pray. How can I pray for you? I'm going to pray for you. And then I say, can I pray for you now? And they go, well, well. A manager almost threw me out of Olive Garden the other day because his, his, his server came to me and I said, how can I pray for you? And she started crying. And she said, my mom was just diagnosed with cancer. And she stood at the table while I prayed for her. And all of the people were staring and glaring like, where's my water? Where's my breadsticks? And I'm like, God, touch this precious young a lady whose heart is grieving for her mother who's been diagnosed with cancer in Olive Garden. Because that's what, it says, I, I pray that you'll offer up prayer for all men everywhere. All men everywhere. And we're here today because, listen, I could, I could take the next two hours and teach you the Greek words for supplication, prayer, intercession, and all of it, and then we would say amen and go home. But what I want to do today is I want to pray. I want to pray. I want to fulfill Paul's exhortation. How about we just pray? No, you're not going to hear a big flowery sermon today. We're going to pray. We're going to pray. And here's what I'd like you to do. Now, I want you to listen to my instruction because these are important. I want us to get in small groups of two or three, not seven or eight. Listen, please listen to me. And there's a reason behind that. I'm asking you to follow these instructions because I want you to break into, if you're with a, your husband or wife, that's awesome. Sometimes, you know, we say, get away, get somebody new, but, but I really believe some, there's a breakthrough here because some of you husband and wives have not prayed for each other in a long time. And some of you have been dying to look your husband or your wife in the eye and say, would you pray for this? And today you're going to get that opportunity because I want you to ask in this group of two or three at the most, I want you to ask, what do you need? What, how can I pray for you? How can I pray for you? Just ask that question. Is that all right? I know some of you have an awkward time because you say, well, I don't, I'm not sure I know. Prayer is just a conversation with God. Drop the these, the thous, and all the thuses and just say, Father God, they asked for this. And I'm asking you, God, to touch them right now. Okay, stay right there in your group, but I want you to pray. We're going to shift into some other prayer. Notice what it says here. It says prayer. He said pray for kings and all who are in authority. Kings represent like our president, our, our governors, our, our leaders. And those who are in authority, our, our judges, our, our uh, local uh, police and so on, those who have authority. He said, now listen to what he says. Pray that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life. 
That's a life without drama, a life that's unhindered in all godliness and reverence. So I want you to do that. I want you to pray. I want you to pray for our nation. I want you to pray for our leaders. You notice all the ugliness and all the mudslinging and all the all this stuff that's going on. I want you to pray that God would settle down on our nation in a spirit of, of, of godliness and, and Christ-likeness that would permeate our culture and our society. And we would take back our government, take back our, 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 our cities, take back our nation, take back our schools, take back everything that God has called us to, to, to dwell in. Father, we pray this morning for president and our president, we pray, God, for him. And we pray, God, that you would put your anointing on him, oh God, and give him wisdom. God, give him wisdom, God. He's, he's in a most difficult place, God, as far as the leadership of our nation goes. And, and God, I pray that you'll protect him. I pray you'll give him wisdom. I pray you'll anoint him, God, to lead this nation, Lord God, into its place, God. I pray for revival for America. I pray, God, you'll break the spirit of lies and deception and all the things that are trying to move our nation away from you, oh God. We pray for a return. We pray for a return. We pray for a return to godliness, a return to peacefulness, a return, Lord, God, to, to reverence, O oh God, and fear of the Lord. We pray, O oh God, that you will move in our nation, God, and for leaders. I pray, God, for that you will raise up, God, a standard of righteousness back in the church again that will speak not just the truth, but we'll be able to speak it in love, O oh God. Speak the truth in love. Speak the truth in love, O oh God, that we would lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and reverence, Lord. We pray, God, that you'll do this in the name of Jesus. We do, God, this today because we believe you are moving in our land. God, you're recalling the church back to you. You're recalling your sons and daughters back to you. You're recalling, God, the nation back to you, Father God. We pray, God, we pray for healing. You said, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and repent, I will hear from heaven, and I will heal the land. Heal the land, Father God, today. Heal the land today, God. Heal the land. Heal the land today. Yes, Father. We just thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. So here's one other thing. I want you to... Notice, I want you to see what it says. It says, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God, our Savior, who desires all men. Now, he's just using the generic word for men here. He desires everyone to be saved. He desires all men to be saved. The word saved there is the word sozo. It's for complete salvation. See, we believe that the salvation of God isn't just for your spirit, it's for your soul and your body. And, it's, and, 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 and I want to pray this morning for salvation. And so we're going we're gonna to call salvation over our families. See, I believe, I believe when you got saved that your salvation opened the door to your household. The Bible says that you and your household 
would be saved. How many of you know that because of what God's done in you, he gives you the opportunity and the, and the, and the invitation to pray for your sons and daughters to come to know Jesus? How many of you have loved ones, sons and daughters who are away from Jesus today? So we're going to pray for their salvation. We're going to pray for our city, that salvation comes to our city. We're believing God for, for thousands. This, this town has 39,000 people in it. Today, there's probably around 3,000 people in church. There's 30-something thousand people in this city that need Jesus. We're going to believe God for their salvation. Amen? We're going to pray for the salvation of, of our, of our uh, uh, to visit the areas that we go and do outreach in. You know, I had the privilege Tuesday night, I went out with uh, the Not Your Shame ministry and rode along Tuesday night. And I, 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 I just went and, and, and rode along and sat in the back of the van and prayed for them and, and, uh, and, and watched what happened and watched the ministry. And I saw a dark side of our region that I've never really seen before. It gave me insight in how to pray. Insight. We should pray with insight. We should pray with the purpose that God visit our cities with salvation. And the way they're going to be saved is they're going to come to the knowledge of the truth. They've got to come to the knowledge of the truth because you get saved by coming to the knowledge of the truth. The truth has to break through these lies and all of this stuff that's going on. And our region needs a visitation of truth that, that, that our region can get saved. I believe when God moves, listen, in the days of the Welsh revival, God was moving so powerfully that, that gambling houses closed down. Bars boarded up their doors. Houses of prostitutions went out of business because people had one desire. They had a desire for God. And they were all crowding in to every church building outside stacked around because God was moving and the fire of God was falling. That's what I want to see for our region and our city. I want to see God put a hunger in us for salvation and to see our cities and our region brought to the truth. I'm telling you, people are being held in darkness and we need to set them free by the power of the truth. Amen? All right, let's pray quickly. Come on, come on. Get in agreement as we pray together. Pray salvation over your household. Pray salvation over your city. Pray salvation over your neighborhood. Pray salvation over this region. Pray salvation. Pray salvation to come, that they all might come to the knowledge of the truth. Lord, we pray, God, for salvation. We pray, God, this is the Paul's exhortation, that men would be saved, that men would come to the knowledge of the truth. We come against the lies and the strongholds of the enemy. We bind the spirits of darkness and the principalities and powers that are over this region. And we say, Lord, to those who are being held captive, be freed in the name of Jesus. Be free in the name of Jesus. We bind the enemy. We bind the lies. We bind the deception. We bind all the delusions and we release the power of the gospel over this region, oh God. We pray for salvation. We pray for salvation. We pray for a knowledge of the truth. We pray for a knowledge of the truth. For there is one God, one God, 
Lord, we come against all the idolatry in our region. God, we come against all the things that people are bowing to that do not represent you. God, tear down our idols. Tear down our false worship. God, bring us a knowledge of the truth, I pray, oh God. In the name of Jesus, there is one God and one mediator between God and men. One mediator. One mediator. One mediator. One mediator. One mediator. One mediator. One mediator, God. One mediator, God. One mediator between God and men. One mediator, God. One mediator, oh God. Mediate the, mediate the cause of the lost today, O oh Lord. We thank you for that. Give us a heart, soften our hearts toward the harvest, O oh God. We pray for harvesters. We pray for laborers, O oh God, into this harvest. Oh God, raise up. Raise up, raise up, raise up. One more thing we're going to pray for this morning. If you're sick in your body, if you've got, if you've got sickness in your body, I want you to stand. Everyone who's got sickness somewhere in your body to stand. Be healed. I release healing, God. Healing in the name of Jesus. Right now, a miracle of healing, God. Lord, that you said, Lord God, that, that, that salvation includes, Lord, the healing of our body. By your stripes, we are healed. In the name of Jesus, God, we call it done. We put our faith together, God, and as a church, we stand in unity and agreement. And you said where two or three agree is touching anything. It shall be done, Father God, today. Be healed now in the name of Jesus. We call it all back into order. There's no, there is no way this can withstand the power of your word. In the name of Jesus, be healed. Be healed in the name that's above every name. Be healed, be healed. Be healed, be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name. Father, I just pray, I pray for every person stood this morning. Come on, church, go after it. We pray for every person. Right now, release your miracle-working power for healing. There's a healing anointing in this house right now. We believe, Father, your presence, the power of the Lord, the presence of the Lord is present to heal right now. Heal, God. Heal. Heal hearts. Heal diabetes. Heal, God. Heal nerve disorders. Heal, God. Heal every disease. Heal arthritis in the name of Jesus. Migraine headaches. Be healed in the name of Jesus. God, we just plead the blood of Jesus over every sick and infirm body right now. I believe in miracles, oh God. I believe in miracles, God, to heal backs, heal knees, oh God. Heal, Lord God. Heal necks right now in the name of Jesus. God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, sleep disorders. 
be healed right now in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Anxiety, depression, be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed, oh God. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Be healed in the name of Jesus. Come on, reach out and believe God. Come on, just reach out, receive it. Now let's just worship Him. Come on, in everything give thanks. By the giving of thanks, we give you thanks for your healing power here this morning, oh God. Thank you for your healing power. The power of the Lord is here to heal, Lord. We thank you for it. We thank you for it. We praise you for it. God, we know that you have confirmed and will confirm your word with signs following. With signs following believers. Signs following believers. We lay hands on the sick and they shall recover, oh God. Woo, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Come on, come on, come on, come on. Father, I just thank you this morning. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, God, that you're filling hearts with faith. You're filling lives, oh God, with faith. Father, touch hearts, touch lives here in this place. God, give us a heart to pray. Give us a heart to seek your face. God, there's healing in this house. There's healing in this house. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to the City Point Podcast. For more information, please visit us online at citypoint.tv or our Facebook page, City Point Church.